the cup before the Canucks. I can't even, I don't even have words. I, I literally have no words. Be- But right now, this entire contract proves, and the contracts that Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin have signed from day one have proved they're out of touch with what reality is with the Vancouver Canucks. We are, we are a bottom 10 team that are acting like we're a top five team. What I go, like, you can't, me, trade, Elias Petter- you literally can't trade everyone. That's, a, like, that's such a stupid concept. That to me, there so are many three... fans are like, oh, we have to trade everybody. Trade the coach. So this, trade so the this, team. so this, so, so three minutes ago, you rewind. Maybe this team's not good enough. How do you fix this team then? If you're going to keep resigning these core players. Well, there never is. How, you, you and I have discussed this so many times. The CFL is their own worst enemy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the May 29th edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your of course, your host, Jake Hughes, and across from me is the old man. How the hell are you doing, old man? I am doing grand. How are you doing? Uh, I was good until I tripped over my own words there, just doing the intro. So <laughs> that's, that's how things are going to be going today. Well, it's funny because we start the show all the time with those clips of our little rants that we have during the show. And the one is the first one is if they win a Stanley Cup before the Canucks. And they're up th- three to two in the series, and they're leading three nothing. We're talking about the Vegas Knights, Golden Knights. Just um, I don't even care to say their name. Big thing is uh, the Stars have been in this position before. They were down to a last game, I believe, and they came back and won. They did so anything, anything's possible, and I, I don't want to write them off just yet. Um, well, but it's the end of the first, and it's three, three nothing. So it's uh, not looking good, no, but it's a need to win. So they're going to come out in the second and third here, all, all uh, things firing. So we've, yeah, we've sorry, been a I'm team. Just, I'm making a post as you're talking, so keep no, it's talking. Fine. It's fine. We've been a team. The Canucks, uh, we follow very closely here. Um, we've been a team where we uh, have been up three to two in a series and have had multiple times to close it out. And you can't, it's hard to close out a series, but it's only doable in the NHL. Well, it was funny. I was listening to uh, the Fan 960 while I was driving into the casino to play poker this morning because it was poker morning. And, um, the guy's like, well, there's no way Dallas can beat Vegas four four in a row. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, well, they don't need to. They only need to win one game at a time. And they've won two. So all they have to do that is do that again. They've won two in a row. They yep. can win two in a row again. And as I was thinking that, who I, I don't know who they were, but whoever the co-host said that literally the same thing I was thinking. Because it is, it's... 
it's that's why we play the games it's it's the only to me it's the only playoff series like playoff format the, that north america has where you win or you get in you could win i mean it's not likely that you are a team that's eighth seed and you're going to make a play, the stanley cup final but it's not unheard of yeah exactly look at uh, st louis a couple years ago they literally the worst team before christmas and ended up going on the run of a lifetime and won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And anything can happen, right? It's yeah. To me, it's the, it is one of the only, again, one of the only sports that it, anything can happen is true. Yes. I mean, it's, um, it's a tournament. You play 82 games in a round, in the round Robin. And then it's a, it, the top, Blank teams. Is it 16 teams? 16 teams, yep. Get in. And any, I mean, the Canucks have done it. I think it was 90, was it 94? The Canucks yes. finished in the bottom. And in that case, it wasn't even close to what um, Dallas, or sorry, that um, the Panthers have done where they finished last in eighth. But they've, Dallas has actually beaten they beat every Boston. top team. They beat Boston, who everyone said this is Boston's year. There's no way anyone can beat them. They beat Boston. Yes. Next up, Toronto. Well, Toronto finally got out of the first round. Look how. <laughs> and, oh, Carolina's going to put Florida in their place. Oh. Now. But see, when the Canucks did it in 94, the top t- all four top teams got knocked We're... out in the first round. Yeah, which right. is very, so, which I don't think it's happened since something like that. Oh, probably not. It was insane. It was one well, of those. And it's, well, this is and, weird. And it's a different seating now, right? They, I believe, after that year was part of the, um, part of the reason because Bettman took over in '93, '90, I believe '95, '96 was the first year he started making wholesale changes to be oh, very really? similar to what the NBA is, because yeah. that's where Bettman came from. And um, yeah, I, I believe that was part of the impetus of being like, whoa, we can't have all of our four of our top teams knocked out in the first round. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't make for a compelling television. Well, it could still happen though. It could still, it, it could still happen. It's very, very unlikely the way they have yeah. it figured. Um, It'll be interesting. Least- I would love to see the, um, the, what's the word I'm looking for? People watching. The ratings? The ratings, thank you. I'd love yeah. to see the ratings for either, if whoever gets through, whether it be Dallas or Vegas, I think Vegas would increase the ratings. Dallas, I think, um, would lower the ratings, in my opinion. Or you say Vegas would lower the ratings? No, I think you'd have higher ratings if Vegas gets in. Really? Lower ratings if Dallas gets in. I I disagree. I believe Oh, really? I believe I think that um, that it would be a hundred percent. Sorry, I'm I'm working on <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> what was it? See, this folks, if you're only watching the podcast, you're missing half the show because that was an instance where Jake was looking at the camera and then went. Well, so mid sentence. I've been dealing with technical issues for the last half an hour or so. Oh, but you fixed it. Thank you. Thank you for realizing what I was doing. I was fixing the camera. You fixed it. Now I'm but not But you still got the everyone. rubber. Oh. 
You can't call it that anymore. It's called the pylon. And he's my it's friend. called the pylon. Um, who did we yeah. used to call? Who did we, you and I, call the pylon that played for the Canucks? We've called many players pylons that played for the Canucks. You used to call Edler a pylon for years. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, it was one ball. Salo. Salo was never a... I don't understand where, why you... We're moving on. We're not going to get into this today. Um, <laughs> it's just so easy. <laughs> we're not getting into this today. So, um, Vegas. Back to Vegas, Vegas, I don't... I can't... I don't think it changes the numbers either way. I really don't. Nope. I think this is going to be one of the least viewed... Stanley Cup Finals in years, and I think ESPN and TNT are going to uh, Warner um, are going to be concerned about their money. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, concerned about their money. They've already paid. They people have already paid for advertising, so I don't think it's a case of because you're not paying per game. You're you the advertisers are paying, so they've already paid. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of a case of I think Canadians will always watch. It's it's a final. Most hockey fans are going to watch. I don't. If the Canucks aren't in it, I very rarely watch a full game unless it's a game seven in the Stanley Cup finals. Or if like Vegas and Dallas get to game seven, I'll probably watch. I'll turn it on in the end of the game just to see. I like watching the cup celebration. Yeah, I I don't. I don't like watching the cup celebration. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll watch the, I'll watch most, like in the final, like the finals, I'll probably watch game three, four, five. If it goes that, like I'll watch the games where the cup could go out. Um, if I'm not busy doing anything else. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not a must watch situation for me. Yeah, and, I'm the same and, way. People are like, oh, it means you're not true. No, I'm busy. I have a life. Yeah, I exactly. make I make time for the Canucks. Yeah. If the Canucks were in right now and the game was on and we were supposed to be recording, you bet your asses you would not be getting an episode tonight. Well, yeah. Oh, gosh. If it's, if it's or if it is, could you imagine? We do it an would episode be a, while we're watching it. It would be a watch along and you guys would understand what it means to be an irrational fan. <laughs> yes. 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 But... It's it's not something that's I think is going like Vegas or Dallas is not going to be something that on a casual fan or even a yeah. diehard of a team isn't going to Vegas versus Florida. Ooh, great summer two summer places. That's that's fantastic. The only reason I say Vegas is if Vegas gets in, the ratings are going to be higher. I don't mean like higher drastically, like they're going to break records. Um, I just think Vegas has more fans um, than worldwide. And I say that, I mean, North America, because a lot of Canadians are, they go to Vegas on a regular basis. So I, I think um, it would, it's, you're going to have a better ratings with Vegas just because of that. I don't know. I think, I think um, Texas is also a very large state. And if they have a chance to win something in sports, they're going to tune in. And that's like people, my concern people, is, will they? I think they will. Because I like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I listen to a podcast. I can't say. I li- it's called F-Face. Uh, literally, F-Face is what it's wow. called. And one of the guys is a huge basketball fan. And um, he's lived in Dallas. Or he's lived in um, Austin, Texas. 
for like the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. But he's not a huge hockey fan. Oh, but in okay. the last episode, it was brought up because the way that because the stars are doing so well, he's paying attention to them. And I think that's a way a lot of sports fans in Dallas, because Dallas, Texas in general, is very proud to be from Texas. Yes. They almost have a bigger Texas pride, state pride, than they do national pride. They're going to they're going to turn up and say, let's win. Yeehaw, giddy up cowboy. Giddy up, cowboy! Did you just that's, say that? That's, that's got to be say. like the most. Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sorry, I'm trying to get the game to come up on my phone and it won't. Um, I think that has to be the most um, American. Cowboy. No, you're profiling. You're profiling a typical. Um, you've you've been to Texas. You've you've <laughs> been you've been there, right? They carry guns on the bus. On the bus. Sh- holster. Right here. Hey, you can see it. You know that's a good guy with a gun because he's not trying to hide it. Oh, my um, goodness. But we're not going to get political on this show because it is election day. political day, day though. 45 so if, minutes. If you're in Alberta and you're watching right now and you haven't gotten voted, you have 45 minutes. And that's more turn than enough Turn off our time. stream. Go vote. Literally, literally, turn us off. Go vote. Because it took Damn us. It. it took me and my roommate, Dom, about 10 minutes to vote today. Yeah, it's quick. And that include and that includes walking to the place. Yeah. We had to go just down to the Catholic school down the road here. Yeah. And uh, we did it at just around 9:30 and it was literally walk in, walk up, get the card, yeah. walk over, vote, done. They, they were it feels like they're prepared for a lot of people to vote. I mean, we uh, Alberta itself broke records for yeah, early there's voter turnout. 750,000 early voters, so. Yeah. But this isn't a political podcast, so no. carry on. We're moving on. Because um, I'll start ranting. Well, we might need a rant today because we're kind of light on things to talk about because we're in this awkward moment in, in Canucks land, in, in Lions land. In Nothing's hockey. really happening. We had a preseason game. I don't know if we you really did. Want to, let's talk about the preseason game. The CFL go right there right now? Week, yeah, week one of the BC Lions preseason saw us taking on the Rough Riders from Saskatchewan. I mean, Saskatchewan. Um, I'm going to be honest. I watched about five minutes of this game because I was doing a charity stream. So I had to all be right. on, um, at a hundred for a hundred level all day for 12 hours. So can I rant? Yeah, please do. <sighs> Big sigh. We are a professional league, the CFL, the Canadian football league. We've been around for a hundred plus years. I was going to say hundreds. But 100 plus years. How come we can't get a stream done properly? So, now to be fair, to be fair to the CFL. If you say it's, oh, it's just preseason. Well, no, no, I'm not going to say it's just preseason. This is their this is their first foray into streaming at all. They're about eight years late than every other professional. Right, so everybody else no. has done it. Let me... Get to my point before you before you interrupt me. They're using because the league is poor. They're using infrastructure that's already in place. That infrastructure that's in place is not made for streaming. Now I'm giving them benefit of the doubt for this season, this season only, because now they know where they need to fix it. They need to get they have TV people in that truck in the um, bay doing things. 
They need to let them do th- do their job properly. Well, they weren't doing it very well. I'll tell Again, you that. I'm giving them this season because this is the, their first foray. They've never but even thought of I it. Guess, I guess my point is they never thought of it. <sighs> Streaming isn't new, as you just said. We do a better job streaming than those mother puckers did. And we don't have a budget. Or our budget's under $20 a show. You can't tell me they couldn't have done that better. I'm talking... I mean, I don't. I didn't even mind. I didn't even mind that the call was behind the play because the radio they they pick up what. So if people who didn't watch it, uh, they pick up the video feed from the stadium, just the regular stadium video feed, because TSN isn't there. So, so sorry, just to explain that. So what that means is when you, when you're at the game and you're watching it and you see everything on the jumbotron, that's what you're seeing on the live stream. Exactly. Thank you. So then for audio, they pick up the, the hometown radio station. Yes. So, you, of course, you're going to get homers. And that's cool. I liked it. Honestly, I, I like did, I'm not a big fan of the two announcers that they had. I thought they were overly excitable and like, oh, my God, he got five yards. Now, it was like they scored a goal. It was like, what the fudge was that? He got, now, he, again. We've we bash on the, the 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 commentators for the CFL quite often. How boring it is! How boring it is! They're making it entertaining now, and I'm pulling ideas from other what I'm calling minor leagues, leagues that are I would consider the same par as the CFL, the AHL TV. Now they've been doing it a few years longer, but when you go in, you get the video from the th- from the feed in the arena, and you get the uh, uh, broadcast from the radio, but you can choose which broadcast to listen to. Yes, and that would be cool. Give me BC Lions broadcasts, and the, that, even just just for the preseason. But that didn't even bother me. That wasn't the point. Besides the fact that somehow, and I, I'll go into it later. The fourth quarter was just blank. It was mute because whether they lost the feed or the feed got pulled. If anybody's watching and they've heard any stories about that, please comment because it'll be interesting to see. But the. They couldn't, like the buffering, I thought it was my computer, but everybody on every Facebook group was having the same problem with buffering. Yeah. Um, That is what I'm talking about. That can't happen. Again, I don't know if it's going to be different in the regular season when TSN takes it over. So it definitely will be because TSN knows how to broadcast things. They already have a streaming platform. They... But TSN, they're just going to pick up the TSN feed from what I've heard. TSN has nothing to do with the stream, and they've made that clear. Yes, they do. Well, they pick up the TSN feed, so... But isn't the um, buffering have to do with the streaming and not with the... To a degree, degree, yes. To a degree, yes, but they'll have the infrastructure in place from TSN. I hope so, because it was really bad. Like, it was... Yeah, no, because from, I mean, TSN's going to say what they're going to say. They're not going to let their broadcast be diminished overseas by letting the CFL touch it. Well, and um, my biggest worry, and I guess I'm because I'm such a big proponent of this league, 
I was excited that they have streaming available. I wish yeah. it was on an app so people could watch it on their damn phone really easily. I mean, they and still can. Baby steps. But whatever. Um, my worry is you're going to get Jake's buddies down in... Arizona. Arizona, or wherever those hockey people are from. From Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And they're going to say, oh, we're big NFL fans. Let's watch this CFL for the first time. And that's the quality that they get. And yes, it was preseason. I get that. And yes, it's their first year streaming. I get that. But they've had nine years to prepare for it. How long is streaming been around? I'm guessing nine years. I just made that more up. Than, more than that. I mean, Netflix was around when I was still in high school. Yeah. So they've had a decade or more yeah. to prepare and they didn't, obviously. Now, now and, I, and I'm giving, again, I'm giving CFL a lot of fl- a lot of slack in this because it is their first year. And yes, they, they don't have a lot of money to invest in the infrastructure that they need. But... Were they not allowed to? Because in, in Canada, the CRTC is very strict on how you are able to broadcast streams, which is why you're not able to use the CFL streams for the regular season. You're only able to do it for games that are not already broadcast on TSN. Yes. Yeah. So, so if you're in Canada, you can't use the stream for regular regular season. I get it. And I, I think it's great because um, TSN, for all the hatred we want, to throw on TSN when they bid on the contract, they were the sole broadcasters for the CFL. I don't know how true that is, but in Canada, sorry, let me rephrase that. They, they were the sole broadcasters in Canada. That's what the contract reads. Yes. Streaming wasn't available. So now all of a sudden they're going to try to bring in a stream. And well, if you went to Canada, TSN would go, what the, what what we we're paying X millions. What? Well, and that's where there's like the CRTC. So if you don't, if you again, if you're you're not Canadian, you don't know what the CRTC is. It's the Canadian Radio and Television Commission. Um, I believe that's what it stands for. And they they are very big on keeping things um <laughs> restricted to ensure Canadian content and and canadian broadcasters are around so the um that's why why if you come up to canada everyone will know certain songs from certain decades the reason for that is because at certain points canadian music had to be x amount percent played on the radio is it still it's being lowered and it's being lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered as we've moved throughout Oh, is it? Okay. It's also really hard to do. I know there is still, I was talking to Corey and he was, I'm sure he had said there was still a Canadian. There is, but at one point it was like 75% of your music had to be Canadian content. And now it's down to like 20% or 15% or something. It's a a minuscule number. Yeah. Um, Did you happen to see, sorry, this was something I, I didn't. So go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Did you see, because this is on the same line of of thinking with the with the streaming did you see commissioner uh randy ambrosi's comments on uh hamilton radio no what did he say um he believes and i'm quoting i believe we're the fun funnest fastest most entertaining brand of gridiron football in the world and one of the things that we need to do 
is we need some swagger. Basically what we've been talking about. We need to see and understand that what we've got here is special and we need to promote it that way. Oh, really? Why is the why is the commissioner saying this and we're not doing it? That'd be like And why is it taking the commissioner seven years to figure this out? He hasn't he hasn't been in I don't know. How long six, has he been around? Entered his role in twenty seventeen, yeah. <laughs> Old man pretty smart. Six years, one global <laughs> pandemic. That he's and the only professional league in the world that didn't have a didn't have a season. I shouldn't say in the world, in North America anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Even soccer played. Yeah, MLF. But anyways, we digress. Um as for the game. As for the actual game itself, because again, I watched five minutes of it. Game itself, it was entertaining as all get out. And even though Lions lost, it was uh, 30 to 27, I think. I think, yeah, it was a very I close believe. score. 27-24, something like that. Whatever the score was. Um, I think it was 30-27. No, 27-24, I think. Anyways, doesn't matter. Either way. Um, super entertaining. I mean, BC didn't bring a lot of their players. Um I liked what I saw from BC and I really liked what I saw from Saskatchewan. Um, I thought both, both teams, Saskatchewan didn't allow one sack. That's huge for Saskatchewan. Um, Now from last year, they, I mean, they allowed 10 sacks a game. I think it's not that high, but it was insane. I honestly believe it was five plus per per game. It was insane. It was Um, nuts. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't bring their entire one top roster no. to Saskatchewan. Yeah. No. No, they'll save that for uh, for next game, the 27th. No. no the Sorry, second. that was the 27th. The second. Second. Whatever game that is against Calgary oh, and BC. BC, yep. And even then, I think they're going to hold some back because we played Calgary back-to-back. Again, I think we've talked about it. We talked about it last season, our last podcast. I think you'll get one or two rep, one or two series from each top um, line. So, like, if like your yeah. your your starters are going to be out on offense for one or two series, your defense starters are going to be out there for one or two series, and then from there you maybe a quarter depends on what you need. I mean, for quarterback for uh, Vernon Adams, I assume he's going to get a full quarter, if not a full half, just to get him up to up to speed. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do because again, you're playing the same team. Seven days later, in your home, in, yes. in your season opener, home opener for the Calgary Stampedes. Six days later, isn't it? No, it's June eighth. Is it six? June eighth is a game. Is it Thursday night? It's a Thursday night game. You're going, Why so get ready. Game? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So yes, we live in Calgary, folks. Even though we are big BC fans and Vancouver Canucks fans, we live in Calgary and. How I have season tickets to the Calgary Stampeders. So, of course, every um, BC Lions game, Jake gets, usually Jake gets to come. Usually. I don't think you've missed one. Um, unless you were away. Yeah, unless I was not here. And I'm trying to think. I don't, yeah. unless, yeah, unless something major came up, there'd be no reason for me to miss it. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I'm, you know me, I'm an optimist. Um, I watched the Winnipeg game. I watched them all. 
Okay. I watched all the games sure. this weekend. Um, it's something I'm going to really try to do all season long, mainly because we're doing this podcast and it's a good excuse to be, have to watch well, all you, the games you and because me, I love football. You and your girlfriend would watch most of the games anyways. So. Yeah, I mean, she watches the game. Yeah, I've seen you watch TV as well. <laughs> um, so I'm, I mean... I know Winnipeg didn't didn't play their top line the whole time, but Claris was there. Claris played. Um, what was the final score in the Winnipeg Edmonton game? Can you look that up? I can Are look you that able up. to, or she want me to? I can look that up. I, I, I want to say it was. I know it was really close. Do 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 do. Um, why don't? Doesn't show me any scores. Yeah, what's weird? It's so hard. I don't know if anybody's ever tried to find um, any details about preseason games, but it's, it's like pulling teeth. It's like holy crap! If unless you're uh, like final score twenty three to twenty five for the bombers. Yes, for the bombers, they just barely. I figured they that was it. Now scores don't matter in in the um, preseason. Stats obviously don't matter. I tried to look to see what kind of stats for our QB and our receivers, penalties, anything like that. Um, I guess teams must keep that, but they keep it quiet. They don't tell anybody, um, which sucks because when you're looking for them and you can't find them, and I bet now that I've said that, somebody's going to message us and say, oh, here's the stats. What are you talking about? If you do, send me a link. Send me a link. Please do. So, everybody says Winnipeg's the team. They're the team to beat. <sighs> Big sigh. Smurf Mafia. If you're a member of Smurf Mafia, do drop a comment. I'd like to see how many of you uh, blue meanies are around. <laughs> um, blue meanies? Yeah. Oh, there's a throwback. <laughs> Figured you'd like a that throwback. one. throwback. So, I was going to go with um, the Blue World Order reference, but I think that would have gone over too many people's heads. I think the, <laughs> I think the entire league, both East and West, is going to be competitive. Um, I don't think there's going to be a standout team this year where like one team runs away, like Winnipeg. I mean, freak! I think they by. Thanksgiving, they had wrapped up first place last year, no, or something like that. No, was, that is I, this is the part of, of the the Winnipeg fandom that has eaped into in, into mainstream mainstream <laughs> narratives. That is not the case. Until Rourke got hurt, until Rourke got hurt halfway through the season, it was a one point different, one win difference between the BC. Well, I know, but Rourke got hurt, and then I'm saying I said at Thanksgiving. That's in Oct late October. Okay, I, know I didn't we hear at, at Thanksgiving. Game. I didn't hear at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I always love this, these 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 articles and these Facebook groups being like, Winnipeg had locked up from the worst week. And it's like, no, if, if Rourke stayed healthy, you blue bomber bastards wouldn't have made it to the Grey Cup. It's plain no, and simple. I guarantee a, we beat him in the Western Finals. There's a reason Rourke is now in the NFL. And Claris isn't. End of story. Oh, that's gonna burn some freaking Smurfin. End of story. Smurfin burning. Yeah, he's a great. Smurfin burning. He's a great quarterback for the CFL. Rourke is just a 
elite quarterback. Sorry, Caleros is a good quarterback for the CFL. Thank you. I wouldn't even put him up in the elite. I wouldn't put him with Dave Dickinson's no. Anthony Calvillos. Yeah, he won because he had a great team around him. You could have put a blind deaf monkey in there and he would have made half of those passes with the receiving core. I said blind and deaf, not disabled. Oh, <laughs> damn. Um, Did you? Are you allowed to say that? Oh, we're going to get canceled. If we haven't Shit. gotten canceled yet, and trust me, people have tried, we're not going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm only here so I don't um, get sued. <laughs> Esports.ca. Please do check out our articles. Speaking of things like in that nature, because I have an article going up an hour after our podcast talking about the Canucks. Oh, yeah, sure. He put up his own damn article. Where's your article? That, Where's your article? article? It's still not up. The article you asked me not to post because you had to revise everything. Because a day later they they scratch Sean Lemon. <laughs> or yeah, it was a major part of the article I wrote, yeah. and Jake didn't put it up in time, and then so, all of a sudden, see, I saved you. I intuition, intuitionally, I saved you. You did, you did. Um, but the article that I have going up is talking about the salary cap situation that the Canucks have put themselves in. Great article, by the way. And, I, uh, Jake sent it to me to read. Um, I read it actually two or three times now. Um, very well written. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a conundrum that the Canucks have put themselves in. Well, I want you to go into. I mean, people can read the article. We're not going to go into the whole article. Yeah. But you put Canucks need to make space up on the screen there. We, yeah, we the the Canucks. Uh, just so you're aware, it's four nothing now for Vegas, and it's looking like oh, yeah. the fat lady is warming up. You can't say that. I did. You. <laughs> She's warming up the vocal cords right now. So, folks, it's been a nice run here at Hughes Sports. <laughs> we got Podcast. like what twenty something episodes in. It's fine. Um, it's fine. We're canceled. <laughs> no, the Canucks have put themselves and the only people to blame, and I'd love to blame old management. The only people to blame, really, is uh, the lovely management. What are you doing? I'm opening up the Vancouver Canucks uh, cap friendly right now oh, okay. is the lovely ownership duo or the uh management duo of patrick Alvin and jim rutherford because it always you, you got to start at the top right well and it, again normally i would love to go back and say it's all benning's fault but they put themselves in this position um right now we're actually at the with the projected cap space of uh, 83.5 million dollars which nope something i want to talk about afterwards um we're six hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars uh, on top of that, which you're allowed to in the off season. Yes, because it, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Well, you have to stay within a within a, a range. Yeah. Now, the Canucks need to clear space, and the only thing I can think of that clear space, and we've talked about it on here before, is buying out uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. It's the only thing that makes uh, sense. So, what is what is his salary? His salary right now. Right now. Sorry, I'm just. If we go into next year, how much of a hit do we take? Um, if I can. Click if we keep buttons. him. If we keep him, Oliver Ekman Larson makes seven point two six million dollars. How much? Seven million two hundred sixty thousand. Okay, so seven mil. Yeah. Now, if we so were, if no, you need to explain this to me before you go on. Yes. If you buy him out. Yes. 
you pay him out the seven million, whatever that number is that you have to buy him out for. Which would be the then what happens? So yeah, you the ownership would have to pay the remaining salary to him right away. So it would be uh where did he go? Uh one, two, three, four years left left at seven point two six million. So let's just say it's seven point three. So you're looking at what, uh seven, fourteen, twenty-eight, uh twenty-eight call it twenty-nine, twenty-nine million. Twenty-nine and a half or so. Because yeah. uh, I'm sure there's bonuses. This is just looking at cap hit. So I, what the actual salary owed is going to fluctuate in there. Um, you would pay that out to him. You would then get a a, a cap hit savings. But it would increase the length of term that he's on your books. So next year for 23-24, we would have $8 million. $8,083,333 of cap space. Just freed up by saying we're buying them up. But how much of his, of that $7 million would still be on the books as far as our cap space? Does, this, do you know for, that number? For this year, for if it was this next upcoming year, it'd be $146,667. Oh, okay. You obviously have that right in front of you. That's cool. The next year, we would save five million five hundred eighty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars, and so there'd be two million on the books. There'd be two point three six three four six million. Then the year wow. after that, we'd have two point eight three three point eight two point eight three three million on in savings, so four point seven six on the books. That would be the exact same for twenty six twenty seven this twenty six twenty seven season, and then we would have one two three four years where there's two point one two six million. Of dead cap. Oh, interesting. So basically what hmm. you do is you take it and you stretch it out over that term, right? But you get all the savings next year. Right. Now the team. Now the caps, the salary cap number you gave us is the current one. The seven point. Yeah. No, no. The total team cap. Yeah. Which is 80. Well, what is it? it's a projection of 83.5 million. Now, okay, that's the projection. Now, that's what I wanted to come back and talk about because there are rumors, and I'm pulling up another article here. A gentleman by the name of Larry Brooks from the New York Post talks about um, the NHL and NHLPA. This was posted on May 20th. Our meeting this week to open discussions on a variety of issues that include the possibility of increasing the salary cap beyond the prescribed $1 million. Um, Executive Director Marty Walsh, who's been on the job for only two months, um, uh, da, 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 da. the players association is on record that the union will not be willing to raise escrow ceiling, blah, 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 blah. The, uh, Larry Brooks and slap shots, which is the hockey vertical under the New York post has learned that the players association is willing to discuss increasing the schedule to 84 games. Just what we need more games. Now, I mean, we used to have an 84 game season. It was shortened down to 82. Um, when was it 84? Me, I don't remember it ever being 84. Now, my memory's not the greatest, but it was an 84 season in 92 to 94. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. And then they lowered it to 82. And then they've increased the teams in the league by about five, I think, five or six <clears throat> uh, since that time. Oh, right. So adding an 84, 84 games would kind of makes sense. Um, but the reporting that Larry Brooks has done on this is basically saying the PA is willing to play, look at 84 games. If, if the salary cap goes up by more than a million. 
So is it a set thing? Like it's a million dollars a year. That's how much the salary cap goes up only. Well, during the COVID era, I'm using that term lightly because we're no longer yeah. in the COVID era. Um, yeah. The it was yeah basically to to keep the league alive because you know the owners were hurting for money because they didn't have their fans in and these billionaires weren't making more money. Um, they um, introduced a term called HRR, which is hockey related revenue. So right. if HRR is over certain points, it'll go up um, by more than a million. However, because of hockey related revenue, revenue is kind of capped at where it is. It's only going to be a million dollars for, I think this next year. And then after that, it'll go back up to being calculated um, by a percentage of hockey related revenue and growth. Cause I'm, I'm just trying to figure, I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that we're only going to go up a million dollars out of an $84 million um, cap. Where does that work out to? That's like less than 1%. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. It's, um, you do one out of 82.5, uh, times 100, you're at a 1.2% increase. Cause it's going up to 83. I want, I want somebody who buys a hockey ticket, uh, that bought them last year and to buy them this year to tell me if they've had more than a one point, a 1% increase in their hockey tickets. Now I, I honestly believe that there hasn't been that big of an increase. Um, less than 1%. I honestly, I'm like, and I, I'm saying this very yeah. in the blind because I buy a lot of my tickets on the secondary market because I don't buy season tickets. I don't think of the connects coming to town. I mean, it's way too late. If we I go. just buy BC Lions tickets or Calgary Flames tickets, and they went up more than 10%. How much did they go up by, if you don't mind me asking? I forget. But they went up more than 1%. Yeah. I said 10 but they went up more than one. I can guarantee you that. It's... Um, but again, this was this was the emergency NHL, NHLPA yeah. agreement to get the bubble season done. It's interesting. that, and I, You know me. I'm not a big... I don't... I think all that stuff is just bubbly goop when it comes to fans, nerd hockey. Um, it's just hard for an average guy to look at that. Yeah, that's a big increase, $1 million. It sounds like a ton of money. But when, a, but but when you look when at it, a right-handed shot defenseman, a second-pairing right-handed shot defenseman, you're looking at $4 million. Well, yeah. Your backup goalie, right? How do you, the average backup goalie, got, I think, I mean, is $2.2 million. It goes back to that um, movie, the baseball movie. Moneyball. Money, is it Moneyball? Moneyball. Right? Um, I don't know. That's, I just... I mean, that's where a lot of these advanced statistics that you call goobly gawk and everything came from. Is, is from those mathematicians. Corsi and everything is based off of Moneyball. You can't... Moneyball is the easiest. And that's why I believe it. I mean, the fact that it was the first done, but the reason the movie got made was because it's very easy to under tell people how... Moneyball works. Yeah. You're not replacing 150 home runs. You're replacing bats or a basis. Do I matter if he walks? No. Do I matter if he gets hit? Does it care? Do I care if he hits anyone with, or if he gets hit by the pitch? No. Do I care if it's a single every time? No. He gets on base. That's hockey is a very different. Con so is basketball. So is soccer. It's so much different 
analytical information that you have to put in that even these well, yeah. advanced statistics don't capture the whole story. Well, because I mean, in base baseball is the one sport where hitting matters. <laughs> That's the only thing, right? But, but shooting matters. Well, yeah, and you can use it how many shots, but do I guess from a defenseman to a forward with baseball, it's just it's you, plain old. You how versus, many times they've been on base? You ver- well, and it's not just that, but it's it's the only position where defense has the ball. Yeah. No, no, like cricket. Cricket is the same way. Yeah. Tennis, you can't count because it's not a real sport. Um, but it's, that's not defense offense. You're you're on you're playing defense on offense. You're like yeah, in tennis, sure. like volleyball is the same yeah. way. Your yeah. baseball is a very weird anomaly. Baseball and cricket because they're based off of the same ideology. And, yeah, and, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, going back to the Canucks. The only thing is, so, go ahead. Go ahead. The only thing that makes sense to me is either you have a big trade up your sleeve for the draft day, which again, we talked about last week with uh, rumors of the Canucks jumping up. Now there's rumors of us jumping backwards, um, moving backwards in the drafts um, with the Chicago Blackhawks. It, it was funny because I heard, I heard I last week you talked about jumping to third and then I was reading something, I think, on Facebook, another article, and I swear to God, I had to look at who wrote it because I was like, Jake was just talking about this, but it wasn't with the Canucks. It was with another team doing the exact same thing you talked about or similar. Yeah, there's, and don't get me wrong. About. There's always rumors this time of year that, oh my God, conversations are happening. Really? The yeah. GMs of teams that aren't in the playoffs are talking? I'm shocked. Go figure. But the Canucks are a team that need to make a move. The Blackhawks are a team that want to get as many draft picks as possible. They got the most luck they could ever ask for in that they did. And that uh, Gary Bettman and the NHL organization didn't strip them of their first overall pick for the last 10 years of terrible management. But that's besides the point. We we can't go back and fix it now. Connor Bedard is going to be a Blackhawk. And that kills him because I know for a fact, because he's talked about it, his most vivid memory of watching the Canucks as a fan is, is the Dragon Slayer? Goal. No, no, no. The Dragon Slayer goal, which wasn't the stanchion goal. Oh, you're right. Yes, the, sir. The Dragon yeah, yeah, Slayer yeah. goal, which yes, again, that was against the Blackhawks. So yeah, I hope he. I hope he pulls a Lindros and just says, "No, I don't want to." Nah, play. You would have heard that already. Would you? He's playing with the Blackhawks. Come on, they've sold millions of dollars worth of tickets. Oh. Do you want to get a refund on your Stampeders tickets? Oh, they're non-refundable. Yeah. So what happens? No, he's, he's playing. Don't 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 kid yourself. He's playing. The, and the only reason I say that is because the only reason I say what sorry, are you doing? I'm I'm clicking buttons. Yeah, why are you? Clicking I'm just clicking buttons. buttons. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I clicked a button. You stop, got me all frustrated. Stop buttons, you wackadoo. Um, the the. Only reason I could see so, him doing that is because that's elder abuse. That's not elder abuse. You're not you're not elderly yet. You've got another year. Um, the only reason I could see Con- Connor Bedard saying that he refuses to play is because of all the controversy with the Kyle Beach comments and everything like that. 
Are you done? Are you <laughs> really breaky yucky? No, you're That's getting uh, 100% on your you're side. You're getting breaky yucky, and I don't want to have to. Is it? Damn no, it. you. It, it's a. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's you. I have talking. a green bar connection. You have an orange bar connection. Um. So yeah, I could see them doing it. It's not likely. It's a dream scenario for a Canucks fan like myself to say, <laughs> Blackhawks get struck again by their terrible uh, ownership management and everything in between. Um, players, including and not limited to Patrick Kane, uh, Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook. Uh, the list can go on. But the next thing we want to talk about, I'm going to wait to uh, keep dragging the puck for the old man to reconnect. We are now at the end of the second period, and the Vegas Golden Knights are leading the Dallas Stars by a score of four to nothing. It's not looking good for the Dallas the Dallas Stars. Welcome back, old man. You have green bar connection. I do, I do, I do. My apologies. Uh, it's not looking good. It looks like we're going to have a Vegas Panther final. Well, now I have to cheer for the Panthers. So I've been cheering for the Panthers the whole time because why? I picked them to win the whole damn thing. Hey, look at that. You're having connection issues. Again. <laughs> um, speaking. Oh, sorry. Did you have connection issues? I don't know what happened. <laughs> who, who let you push buttons? Um, speaking of winning the whole damn thing, uh, the I, double IHF world championships were going on and we never talked about them because uh, we fondly refer to them as the loser's cup. Um, however, Team Canada did win. On Team did, Canada. On Team Canada was Tyler Myers, your favorite defenseman on the Vancouver Canucks, Chaos Draft, and Ethan Bear. However, Ethan Bear was injured in the tournament, um, and he doesn't have a contract going into next year. So it's kind of uh, a problem, but it could be good news for the Canucks because if a lot of teams see he has an injury and don't want to take a chance on him, it could lower his price and be able to fit him into the Canucks' puzzle pieces. It's, it's an option. But the one person I really want to talk about, because I think it's the greatest story and hearing things about um, the, the team that took third place. Do you know what team took third place in the double? Do you know who Team Canada beats? Do you know who Team Canada beat in the gold medal game? Germany. Germany, correct. Who Germany. came in third place? No, not Slovakia. Is this? No. 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 So what's his name? The guy from Archer's, the Canucks was a goalie. Archer Silovs. Yes. And he's from? Slovakia. No. Latvia. Latvia. I was close. Bronze medal. The first time Latvia has ever medaled in a double IHF hockey tournament, period. Did you see the picture of... um... Of downtown? Of the airport? Of downtown Latvia? Yeah. Did you hear what they did? No. So... A couple of nights ago, they won bronze, right? Yeah. Politicians called an emergency 1230, 12.30 midnight Congress session or whatever they call it, House session, to pass a stat for today. Nice. Latvia got a stat holiday. Because we they won, won gold. Bronze. We got because, shit. Because they won bronze. <laughs> we got gold and we got shit. <laughs> What a story, though. Like, honestly, every every time they come through the World Juniors, I, the fans are always excitable. The The environment in Latvia is always great. Yes. But you never think they're going to win anything. And they win bronze. 
and they win bronze and Archer Seelovs. Do you um, think you'll be our backup next year? Well, that's the big uh, conversation uh, in my voice is going to go on me. <clears throat> Biggest conversation right now in Vancouver. Yeah. Is should he be the backup? Um, I mean, if you look at his stats from the AHL and the NHL, he's played uh, 49 games, 44 in the AHL with a record of 26, 12, and 5. So not a terrible record. A no. 909 save percentage only. An average goal is 9, 10, 9, 15. Yeah, but 909? Isn't it's not bad. However, yeah. his world his world championships stat line. 10 games played, 7 and 3. 2.2 goals against average, so less than two and a half goals per game. 921 save percentage. Wow. I'm not convinced he should be our backup for two reasons. One, he's how he's young. He is um, 22. He just turned 22. Not that young, is he? For a goalie, that's very young. Who's our regular backup? Who was our backup last year? Uh, Spencer Martin for yeah. a little bit. Um, they were all Seelov's over. Got, got a couple games because yeah. of Mark, uh, Demko's, inst- Demko's injury. It'll be it'll be interesting to see as they go forward uh, what's going to happen. That's for sure. I think so. I think if he if Seelovs comes in, and this is the benefit of having of moving your AHL franchise to Abbotsford for the Vancouver. Yes, is Seelovs comes in and he has a lights out preseason. He comes in fully in shape, ready to go, and he's like, "No, I'm not just I'm not just playing in the AHL. I'm going to be number one in the AHL, and I'm going to push Demko to take his job." Yeah, in my opinion, you give him thirty-five starts, split between the AHL and NHL. You can move him up and down, no problem. Can you? He's on a two-way contract. Okay, so you don't have to clear waivers because sometimes you have to clear waivers, don't you? Yeah. Is that yeah? Yeah, if yeah, you're I'm not on a two-way contract, you have to clear waivers. But he's on a two-way yeah. deal, so I mean, he was named tournament MVP of the World Championships. That's not a small feat for a twenty-two-year-old goalie for Latvia. Yeah. I just want him to get enough starts because the worst thing you could do is sit him for his growth is okay. You're going to play behind Markstrom and Mar- or Markstrom behind Demko and Demko is going to play 65 games and you're yeah. going to get 20. Yeah. 18. No, that's not good. You need him to get 40, 50, 60 starts. Now, yeah. does that mean he gets 30 in the NHL? So on a scheduled backup uh, day, he's with the NHL. Other times he's down in the AHL and he's getting, as many starts as possible. I'd, I'd be okay. To me, that's the I would assume, option. Am I wrong to, and I mean, you're the more hockey guy. Yep. They're playing the same style of game in both Abbotsford as they're doing in Vancouver. In theory. Yes. I believe. Do you know what I mean by that? Moving forward. I believe you are going to be correct that they're going to be um, all focused on one with Rick Tockett and yeah. uh, Jeremy Cullerton. Because then you I can don't, call guys up and they're used to a system. I don't believe it's always been the case. I don't believe the... I would believe that. Um, especially with Bruce, because Bruce doesn't didn't really have a system. He was he just, just a... Go out and play hockey. Which, hey, works for certain people. But what are you dropping your jaw? Does it have to do with the chat that was, that was dropped into our chat box? No, I didn't see a chat. Did we have a chat? 
Yes, he's elderly. Latvia. Welcome, Uncle Jack. Talk about elderly. <laughs> but you know what? Today we're actually going to be a little bit short on time because this uh, election is very important to both of us and we like to watch the results because we're political nerds. Along with hockey and football nerds. Apparently I'm just a nerd. Who knew? Where do they um, go for hockey and football news if they want hockey to hear? and football news. Go to hughesports.ca. Check us out. We'll be, um, like I said, there'll be an article posted in literally an hour if you're watching this live on hughesports.ca on our Facebook page, HSP underscore pod, as well as on Twitter, HSP underscore pod. Um, and yeah, you can also check out my articles on ITR as we are a presentation of Inside the Rink. Um, I will be posting uh, an article later today about uh, Archer Seelove's actually, the conversation we just had right now. Oh, cool. Um, about I haven't read that what one. He, what he went through and everything like that. Very no, honestly, the, the reason I sent you the article and pulling the curtain back is if I explain something and you can understand it, <laughs> it's a good article. Wow. Because wow. I, no, wow. no. It sounds like an insult, but it's not. Because I get in the weeds with a lot of details, and I don't always explain them right. And you are the fan. Do you need a do you need a, a shovel to dig yourself out of that hole? No, no, not at all. Because I'm in the right here. Because my because boom, boom, boom. I get in the weeds with a lot of the details and the and the murkiness and the explaining of the NHLPA where you are my a normal fan. What? My eyes normally do. Yeah, exactly. So if I can send you an article and you can understand it and it makes sense and you like it, I know I've done good. There you go. There you go. Where can they find you, old man, on they the social media? They can find me at KevHughes64 on Twitter. I'm going to start doing something different on that little Twitter freaking machine, I think. Jake Are told me thinking? to. I think you should. And, of course, just uh, my Facebook page. As well as and the if Valley not, Channel. If Jake hasn't got us canceled, we'll be back next week. Also, next I'm going to plug it in because he never does it. You can also check him out on his other Facebook page and his other line of work, Cavalli Channeling. Oh, yeah. Where he does uh, uh, work with the spiritual um, uh, stuff. But that is a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. Yes. Um, you can find me at JStreams, J E H Streams, on Twitter, um, on Twitch, at JStreams here. And um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Cool. Till next week, if we haven't been cancelled. We will not be cancelled because it's our own show and no one owns us. So, you beautiful human beings, have yourselves a wonderful week and we will catch up next week for the start of the CFL season.